Part 13 of The Blue Review, Volume 1, Issue Number 2, edited by John Middleton Murray. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. French Books by John Middleton Murray A Classical Revival There are perhaps two reasons why the younger generation of French writers is given to collective introspection and absorbed in speculation upon tendencies. The first is the economic fact that one of the easiest and least costly methods of procuring copy for a revue jeune is to conduct an enquête. The second is that for better or worse, the French logical mind is prone to develop a mania for literary classification and a disregard for the essential characteristics of the subject matter of the classification, literature. Consequently, it is very difficult to derive any real information from so extensive an inquiry as that of Messieurs Picard and Muller, Les Tendances Présentes de la Littérature Française, Basset, three francs fifty. Even if the classification into grandiose schools, unanimiste, paroxyste, and the like, is admitted by the writers themselves, the labels tell us nothing for they are concerned with the accidents rather than the essentials of literature, much as though we decided to base our own literary criticism upon a division of modern poets into those who eat bacon and eggs for breakfast and those who do not. Chaotic classification is a delusion and a snare. More satisfactory, because more restricted and definite, is the inquiry conducted by Monsieur Emile Henriot in Le Ton, Aquarev les jeunes gens, Champion, two francs. Yet even here, if we consider the replies as a whole, the result is negative. The young French writers of today have completely broken with symbolism, and if the contributors to Monsieur Anguillot's symposium are unanimous in affirming that there is no new school, they are unanimous no less in denying the gods of the nineties. The desire for novelty at all costs is no longer characteristic of young French literature, and the generation which expressed this desire in Vers Libre and sought its models in America, in Germany, in Flanders, in any country save France itself, is past. It is true that any evolution from the artistic position taken up by Malamé was of itself doomed to sterility, but other causes than a mere aesthetic impossibility have been at work. It would be difficult to overestimate the literary importance of the foundation of the political organisation, l'Action Française, with its royalist and Catholic programme and its watchword, France for the French. The immediate cause of the Action Française was the Dreyfus trial, and though English opinion was practically unanimous in supporting Dreyfus and condemning anti-Semitism, there can be little doubt that on purely nationalist grounds, the French agitation against Dreyfus was justified. A French nationalist party, such as that adopted by the Action Française, demands that France should remain a Catholic country, and that its government should not rest in the hands of naturalised Jews or other aliens. Although it may seem that the growing popularity of such a party has no immediate connection with the literary tendencies of modern France, the connecting link is supplied by two individuals, Maurice Barres and Charles Mouras. Catholic in their sympathies, nationalist in their politics, classical in their literary descent, Maurice Barres 
as the creative artist charles maurras as the critic enjoy an influence which becomes every day more widespread from charles maurras descends the most powerful of the younger critical groups today that of the revue critique the political programme of the action francaise is translated into literary terms alien influence must be excluded from french literature a return to the truest french tradition to racine pascal la fontaine stendhal to villon and the pleiade must be exacted by the new criticism we have only to compare charles maurras's latest book la politique religieuse nouvelle libraire nationale three francs fifty in which the catholic anti-alien policy is argued with the author's accustomed purity of style and language with les disciplines by monsieur henri cluard riviere three francs fifty the chief critic of the revue critique to see how close is the connection between the classical renaissance in politics and in literature the authority of monsieur maurras is quoted again and again in monsieur cluard's book the very subtitle la necessite littéraire et sociale d'une renaissance classique reads like the phrase of the masters the burden of the argument is pure morass romanticism must be forgotten and the german prophets who preached it rejected for the true french tradition an imagination says monsieur cluard can very well be happy and brilliant a point of view picturesque a sentiment beautiful but if you substitute them for analysis and experience where there are no other possible intermediaries between man and reality you are mistaken and deceived on every hand analysis and experience they are the old characteristics of french classicism and the ideals of the renaissance in france today it is symptomatic that a recent number of the revue critique was entirely devoted to stendhal in whom the analytic genius of french literature reached perhaps its highest developments while soon after les marches de provence devoted a whole number to the consideration of fantaisie et fantaisiste the fantaisiste form a new school of french poets with this striking difference from the generality of schools that they have no programme or propaganda no pseudo-philosophical theory of life on which to wreck their poetry fantasy in the sense in which the fantaisistes use it for their watchword is a quality of temperament and not an aesthetic dogma it is the faculty of analysing experience with an irony that verges on cynicism and an introspection that verges on egotism in short fantasy has always been an eminently french quality in spite of the fact that its literary expression has been borne down for centuries by foreign influences spanish in the seventeenth century english in the eighteenth and german in the nineteenth the terrible irony of villon the titanic imagination of rabelais these are the purely french products of fantasy jules laforgue was a genius of the same mould to this essentially french tradition many of the most significant of the younger generation attach themselves p j toulet tristan derem francis carco jean-marc bernard jean pellerin to name the most significant and to this tradition belong three slender books of poetry la poème de la pipe et de l'escargot by tristan derem 
Chanson Ecredus by Francis Caco, Collection de Cinq, Subtegmini Fejai by Jean Marc Bernard, Edition du Temps Présent, three francs fifty. The title of Monsieur Caco's book applies to all three. They are all bittersweet. There is a delicate irony and a wonderful perfection of form in all, and underneath there seems to lurk a profound malaise. I am not here concerned to detach the individuality of these three poets, but rather to emphasise their common quality. Here is poetry that is sure at least of its own ground, and sure of its essentially French spirit. It is poetry that does not thrust a theory of the universe into a lyric, nor disdain a perfection of form which is the birthright of French poetry, though as yet the fantaisists have no great body of work to their credit. They have at least this recommendation to our serious consideration, that they do not thunder before they have learned to speak. While they have jettisoned the preposterous cargo of isms under which young French poetry has laboured for twenty years, Monsieur Derem has the secret of a real poetry when he writes Ma vie en silence s'écoule, c'est pour peu d'hommes que j'écris, car si je chantais pour la foule, je pousserai bien d'autres cris, des deux poings défiant les astres, je clamerai à grand fracas, et ferai crouler les plastres et les balustres sur mes pas. Et peut-être dans mon vieil âge, pourrais-je voir sur mon perron un laurier baisser son fouillage. Mais à quoi bon? Mais à quoi bon? There has lately been too much conscious shaking fists at the stars in French poetry, and the time has come for a classical revival after the anarchy and cosmopolitan of recent years. A classical revival does not involve denying the last century and a half. Romanticism is in the French blood now as it is in ours. A classical revival means putting things in their place. In the pregnant phrase of Monsieur Jean-Marc Bernard, Romanticism is but an element of literature. Classicism is a principle. End of part 13